Be brave. Stay home. What a week. Welcome to What a Week, where we break down the week's top news stories. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the Executive Director of Progress Iowa. And I'm Lauren McElmeal, the Digital Director for Progress Iowa. And we are coming to you remotely this week. Um, as I'm sure you're aware, the entire world has shut down, or most of the world has shut down. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that later in this episode. Um, but we are going to talk about the only story that really exists in the universe right now, which is coronavirus and and how we are. Uh, there are multiple out. layers throughout that, though. I mean, <laughs> yes, yes. Well, we're going to we're going to get into those, of course. But, yeah, that's that's the topic of of this week and uh, or, or for this week. So we'll just we'll just dive right in. Um, Lauren, do you want to take it away? So uh, just this week. Joni Ernst and Chuck Grassley voted against having paid sick leave for all workers. Uh, They voted for an amendment from Republican Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, uh, Tammy Baldwin's not-so-great counterpart. Um, But he offered an amendment that would take away the mandatory sick leave language, or as he called it, he wanted to eliminate job-killing paid leave mandates and instead expand eligibility for unemployment insurance to those who aren't able to earn a paycheck due to coronavirus. Maybe I'm just, maybe I've been in this too long, but I didn't realize it was job killing to let workers have human rights. Yeah, it's, um... If anything, you'd think it'd be better. More people would, like, stay and do... That's why Wegmans has such good, like, (laughs) such low turnover. (laughs) Right. No, it's uh, it's 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 kind of just appalling that they would do this right now. I mean, um, I, it, we we need to cast a like just a big wide net for for this kind of emergency leave because it's clearly not people who it's not only people who have coronavirus who are impacted by this. I mean, every bar, restaurant, school. Uh, airline, um, ev- literally everything is either shut down or, or going either or or severely limited by, um, by this, and so that means that people can't go to work as much. No, so and people's families just... are getting sick too, and you have to be able to stay home and care for like your sick kids or your sick That's grandparents right. or sick parents or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, it's it's really, it's 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 just it's. It's not unbelievable. It's believable, I guess, because this is the same kind of vote that they have taken but for their upsetting. entire career. What's that? But it's still upsetting. Oh, it's so it's incredibly upsetting because, especially as this drags on and on and on, um, they're going to people are going to be suffering even more. And so there's talk of them doing some sort of like direct uh, check or payment to to families. But Andrew I Yang is out there somewhere, like. I know. I was so close, guys. I saw him. <laughs> also, tweeting. I don't want the Republicans taking my like main policy <laughs> proposal. Right, right. Um, I saw him tweeting that like his phone was blowing up or something <laughs> like that right now because everyone wanted to talk to him. I bet. Um, but Cory Booker and Sherrod Brown have a a pretty good bill right now that would give I think 
4000 to all families under uh who are making under $100,000 a year, that could be wrong. I'm not 100% sure. Also, no. everything is very much like in flux in Washington right now, so all of that could very well change. Uh, yeah, I think we don't know where it's going to, you know, what's going to end up on a day-to-day basis passing or not passing or, you know. Uh, I think it would be mean to like have people be laid off and be like, "We're going to give you $500." Yeah, which I mean, it's just like I, chump change. <laughs> it totally is. Um I uh uh I will say though that if that ends up happening by the time we record next week's what a week and people start to get these checks, they probably won't move that quickly, but if they do and you're out there listening to this and you're someone who has enough money to get by right now during this crisis and you're just adamantly opposed to socialism or those kind of tactics you can go to progressiowa.org and make a donation in any amount to help support our work we will take that off of your hands so that you can like live up to your principles or you can send us an email and talk about how you hate socialists <laughs> that's probably more the more likely because those are kind of fun to get i'll be honest <laughs> they're not they're not fun to get but like i occasionally have a chuckle when there's like <laughs> i had one that was like stop sending me hate mail and it was like this is what you need to do to stop like to social distance and i was like oh yeah real hateful hmm? yeah yeah um speaking of hateful talk- though uh so, yeah exactly chuck grassley about- yeah. uh is letting loose his racist side and talking about how he wants to call it the Chinese virus, which is terrible. And thankfully, we have delightful public servants like Rob Sand and Representative Karen Derry who are doing their best on social media to hold Chuck Grassley accountable. Karen Derry posted an article about how, like, they didn't call it the Spanish flu. They didn't call the pandemic in 1918 the Spanish flu, like, for a good reason. There was, uh, I haven't read the whole article, but right. basically it's like, no, that's actually not why we called it that. And then uh, Rob Sand is retweeting folks who are dealing with the kind of anti-Asian, uh, Asian-American racism that Trump and Grassley are perpetuating. Yeah, I, I, the Rob Sand tweets have particularly been really, I mean, just Rob Sand's start- tweets are always great. They That's true. That's true. Um but, you know, I mean, but obviously like they don't care about the historical context of no. this. I mean, Trump and the Republicans see that the world is burning down and it's pretty much their fault. And so they're trying to assign blame to uh, they're trying to reassign blame and their go to for the last however many decades. It's gotten worse under Trump, but their go to has been we are going to blame people who are basically anyone that's not white. And, and figure out which non-white group to assign that to. Non-white and male, let's say that. So, um, um, and, and, and straight. And, right, and yeah. straight. Right, yeah. <laughs> so this time, it's, this time it's the Chinese virus. And um, it's, really, it's really unfortunate to see our own senator going along with that. Um, also, and, Joni Ernst didn't really do – she gave – I think the Mason Globe Gazette called it a gentle uh, condemnation or something. I was like, if it's gentle, it's not a condemnation right. uh, of him calling it the quote unquote Chinese virus when it is, she said to call it 
COVID-19 or the coronavirus, and I appreciate that she's not calling it racist things, but also, like, you could have done more there, Joni. Yeah, and it seems pretty much on track with her other, you know, subtle, uh, kindly disagreements with this president when he does awful, awful, awful And with things. Steve King for the and, past yeah. six years. Right. Um, where she kind of gives a wink and a nod to think to make us think that maybe she doesn't disagree, but she really doesn't do anything meaningful about it either. So now, to that point, though, if if you are uh, experiencing panic buying in your own personal grocery stores, you should go frequent your local Asian grocery store because they're likely dealing with the same problems that the service and hospitality workers are dealing with writ large. But they're also dealing with the added uh, antagonism of racism, and they will likely have better stuff than Trader Joe's will. True. Um, And as we're all living our lives or connecting with people online even more than ever, um, I do think it's incumbent on us to, like, stand up for people in 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 social media or when you see... If you see memes being shared, if you see people spouting off uh, ridiculous statements, even if you're not wanting to do that on their newsfeed or on their comment, like message them, talk to them about it in some way, shape, or form. If you already have a relationship with them as a friend, family member, um, then you might stand a chance of getting through to them if you have that conversation, even if you have to have it in a private setting, but doing something to to show that this is not okay uh, is really important. Be the Rob Sand and Representative Karen Derry of wherever you are. We should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and finally, Iowa is closed for business. Um, after days and days and a week of our Republican leadership saying more or less that they were that we were open for business. Um, Governor Reynolds uh, finally um, uh, shut down uh, shut down bars and restaurants on on Tuesday of this week, which also happened to be St. Patrick's Day, and I think that was less than 24 hours after she literally said that Iowa would remain open for business. Um, and she so had she also really just did... recommended that we close schools. She didn't use maybe you know her power as the governor to be like, "This is a pandemic. Let's close the schools." Yeah, and that's in contrast to someone like uh, Governor Laura Kelly of Kansas, who shut them down for the year. I mean, um, and within within a day or so, got a plan together working with teachers' union um, and um, and all the a lot of different education partners in the state to come up with how this how that was going to work. And she just did it. And so you and I and I think there are. And I, I I need to check the latest numbers, but I think there are fewer cases in Kansas than there are in Iowa. But there are going to be governors like that who you're going to look back on, and who who people are going to look back on six months from now, and and say they took bold action, they did the right thing, um, and helped prevent the spread in their state. And and my fear is that Governor Reynolds is not going to be one of those. Uh, uh, leaders that we that we look back on with you know with a lot of respect coming out of this. Um, it's been it's been slow um, slow in coming. I just saw 
news out of her press conference today, about an hour ago. We're recording this on Thursday, March 19th. Um, and it said that we, uh, the state can only test 400 people right now. And not enough. That's unacceptable. I mean, even, even given Trump's uh, horrible response, um, every governor has a checkbook and uh, the power to buy tests and the power to get out there and do this. I mean, you've seen the NBA testing their players who are not even symptomatic. And, I mean, money talks and our state has a big budget. We could have afforded to go out and do something about this early and made sure that Iowa had tests. Um, one of the companies that produces them is in Cedar Rapids. And so we could have had tests manufactured right away. We could have been a national leader on this. And so there are uh, – uh, anyway, it's uh, it, it's just so frustrating to see this just abject failure of leadership from top to bottom in our government. Um, and it's even more interesting and, and, and hopeful to point out the bright spots. I mean – Governor Jay Inslee's been doing a good job, at least from a distance. Governor Laura Kelly, and then I saw a fun, funny tweet about uh, New York. Uh, someone um, said, uh, "Help me! I think I'm in love with Governor Cuomo um, because he's <laughs> apparently doing an, a, a really good job right now, responding to all of this and pushing the federal government for more." So I just saw um, something about uh, it was in the Hill that Minnesota classified grocery store workers as emergency workers so they could get health care and which is child care. And free childcare, yeah. right? Um, yeah, which is brilliant. I mean, and those there are those kind of moves like that. If you know, if 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 you're thinking of all the different pieces of this, as an administrator of your state, you should be doing. And um, just to let you know, things keep happening. Um, I did see uh, something I thought was really good earlier today. The Des Moines Waterworks. Um, employees are going to be quarantined and they're each living in a uh they have trailers set up so like at like near the des moines waterworks and so and that's a huge sacrifice and thank you to them but but like that's i believe so that we can all turn on our water every day you know during this whole thing and um so those kinds of plans that need to be put in place i mean i hope that we get our act together and quickly figure out what we're doing because um, this is this 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 is going to keep spreading and and it's going to impact every part of our society. Yeah, and I think it was also Des Moines Water Works said that they weren't going to start shutting off people's water because of financial hardship, which is yeah, which is a, huge. which is huge, and also makes you kind of wonder why they weren't doing that before. But I mean, yeah, everyone <laughs> everyone deserves to have clean water. Yeah, everyone. So. We have also started a campaign called hashtag be brave, stay home, um, trying to bring a more positive spin and patriotic tone to social distancing in that it is literally your civic duty to stop the spread of COVID-19 and not that you have to do it alone, but if we all do it, then it helps stop the spread. It's, there's a really good explanation of it where it's a bunch of matches lined up next to each other. And if you pull one match out, it stops the spread completely. Like the fire won't go any further. And so that's what, that's what we're trying to tell people to do. But it's nicer than saying like, go home and 
like shame people to go home. Like you should, we get it. You want to go outside. You can go outside. Just don't go. Don't be stupid guys. Yeah. Stay, stay six feet away. Um, uh, from, from, from anyone, um, and limit your social interactions. So it's your in-person social interactions. You can video chat to as many people as you want. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen, actually, that's a great point, Lauren, because I've seen a, a lot of good, uh, messaging or people talking about this, that it's really, that they're frustrated that it's called social distancing because it's really physical distance, Yeah, you know? And like, I've um, talked to more we, people this week than I have like for several <laughs> months now. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, it's not good that you're quarantined, that we're all quarantined, but it's good that you're, you know, I was yeah. saying to someone earlier that as an introvert, I feel like I've been training for this for a long time. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, uh, it is your, it, it is it is incredibly patriotic and and brave to do this and to like be you know um, put a greater good ahead of yourself although greater good yeah. always has some weird connotations to it right um, but I'm thinking uh, of Harry Potter and them talking oh, about the greater right, good right, right. and that's that was not a good thing that they talked no. about that's true for the um, social and collective good yeah um, that sounds better the actual greater good sure <laughs> i don't know yeah. um uh so visit bebravestayhome.com share the site use the hashtag um there's a great video of jason kander the former missouri secretary of state who's also a veteran talking about how it's our duty to do that so share that share the site look at the resources there um and and encourage everyone to to stay home to flatten the curve and and help beat this thing Howdy folks, Jason Kander here, just saying to you, you know, be brave, stay home. Uh, it's funny to say that it's being brave to stay home, but I know it can be hard to feel isolated and that sort of thing, but you know, that's what that's what the Kanders are doing. Uh, and you know, we just gotta take this one day at a time. And the best way to protect not just ourselves, but our family and our friends and our neighbors is to stay home right now. And that's really not too much to ask. So look, stay home, catch up on Netflix, and uh, let's take this one day at a time. Thanks. What a Week is produced by Progress Iowa as part of the Potluck Media Network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are recorded, mixed, and edited by Greg Hallenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm or find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week on What a Week. What a Week.